Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Comedy Bureau Field Report. This is the third episode. Um, of course, the Comedy Bureau Field Report is part of Believe Podcast. Uh, can you believe it? Um, I'm Jake Kroger, your host, uh, the creator and sole person behind the Comedy Bureau. Um, that's right, an entire organization about comedy run by one person. Um, this is my uh, my uh, podcast to express further how much I love the art form of comedy and um, you know how to celebrate it and also let everybody know during this uh, weird time in history that it's still happening. Um, today I got a great guest, uh, joining me. Um, I think one of the most innovative people in comedy, not only in Los Angeles, but, uh, anywhere really. Um, she's a comedian, uh, a writer, uh, a, a prolific podcaster, self-taught animator, um, and, uh, lover of Zambonis. Is that fair to say? That's very, tr- that's very true. I perhaps this is that's like a thing I love mentioning Uh, it's Jamie Loftus everybody welcome Jamie hi thank you for having me of course um yeah thank you for being uh, a guest on uh, this podcast uh that I would again like to state was going to be started before the pandemic Mm -hmm. and not as a result of the pandemic and having a bunch of free time (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess, you know, mysterious ways or something. <laughs> I, lo- I love I love stories of people being like, actually, I'm thriving here. Like, uh, mm-hmm. okay, great. Great. Cool. Who thrives in this? I mean, good for them, maybe. Or maybe they're just like, you know, rich. I don't know. I think that's just the, how they're processing this time. That's true. And like just holding on to dear life. I mean, I've not been, I've been processing it through, like, by just not thinking about it. Which, sure. Which is a good, you know, good defense tactic. You know, right. it comes off a little manic at times, but, yeah. uh, but you know, what can you do? Yeah. I mean, we'll get to this later, but you also have a cosplay sword, and I think that helps a lot. It does. It calms me down, just having it. <laughs> just, like, you hold it all the time. I keep it near the, bo- I keep it near the door. In case That's... I Great. Because anyone um, comes from my family. Yeah, for those unfamiliar uh, with me, I dress up all the time, um, and I will not let this goddamn pandemic stop me from dressing up. <laughs> I'm very comforted that you are, yeah, that uh, that you've got the fit. <laughs> yes. Well, how would you describe my look today, Jamie? The fit? I mean, it's certainly not pandemic wear. It's, sure. But that, but that is the beauty of it. I mean, oh, yeah. Y- We've got an autumn palette going. We've got some uh-huh. corduroy in the mix. Right. We've got, thank I you. like I like the pin. Mm, thank um, you. I don't think I've seen this hat before. I like this hat. It's a, thank is it, you. Is it blue? I can't really tell in the light. It's a uh, it's mint green. With Ooh, this. even better. Yeah, I think that's like a better. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. there it is. Yeah. This is a great fit. This fit is honestly being wasted on the pandemic. But it, <laughs> does it does it make you feel like? more i don't know like normal to to like you know wear what you would normally wear 
It does. It is yeah. one of the few things I desperately hold on to to maintain normalcy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't really own comfy sweatpants. It's like not a thing that I do. <laughs> I don't own a hoodie. Um, mm. Why start now? Yeah, I just, uh, I feel like, I don't know, that it's somehow it, it's it, almost equivalent to letting the terrorists win if I just let go. <laughs> <laughs> I, that is a perfect way to look at it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> the, the invisible monster that is the COVID-19 it will win if I stop dressing up. <laughs> it's almost like a, the same mentality of like playoff beards. You're like, if I let, if I like falter on this, then right. COVID wins. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm very glad that you're uh, safe and healthy and you're still making tons of comedy while, what is your term of choice, by the way? Do you like quarantine Self-isolation, the LA-friendly version, safer at home. I know, safer at home is so pure. Um, I, I think I've just been, I've just been going the quarantine route. Right. I've been trying to, trying to change to. <laughs> it'd be a fun thing to actually people on though. Just to be like, mm, actually, we in this home, it is self, uh, self-isolation <laughs> because I'm. I'm not like self. I mean, I, I maybe should. I don't know. I'm not self-isolating from. My like it's just me and my boyfriend and our mm-hmm. and, and our filthy, disgusting animals that are right. writhing with disease. <laughs> just normal generic disease, not the new one that we're all just doing. regular stuff. Yeah. 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 I I think two weeks into it, I was still kind of like actually doing that where I'm like, well, you're not quarantining because you're not sick. And right, right, right. That that it kind of defies. Just, yeah, I was just really trying to hold on to like being okay. Like, no, it's it's we're we're okay. We're right. not there yet. We're not all sick. Yeah, we're just isolating. I I don't the bringing the word. I think it's just because quarantine is a word that I don't have as much mm-hmm. stigma attached to. Where I'm like isolating. Yeah. That sounds scary. I don't right. want to do that. <laughs> like, right. Right. Uh, what do what do they call that? Um, uh, for prisoners, the uh, when you go, it's not isolation, but it's um, solitary. Solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah, it has that. that same. Like I feel like it t- it rings those same of just like that sounds like this sort of situation where you would lose your grip with reality, which is true. Oh yeah, but I don't want I don't want to think about it like that, even though right. it's true. No, 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 no. Um, I don't know. I, I I go on drives. I hope people don't hate that I do that, but I stay in my car and I don't leave. And, yeah, yeah. I think I, that's okay. That's okay, right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I stay in my car. It's all, you know, cleaned out and uh, I get to be outside and stuff's still around for people that are wondering. <laughs> um, anyways, on to kind of comedy news because this is a comedy news podcast and um, you can get news about COVID-19 anywhere else, pretty really much anywhere, yeah. anywhere, anywhere else. Um, I kind of touched on this last week about how, uh, the look of people like comedians, apartments and houses based off of like zoom meetings. Yeah. Yeah. And how they were surprisingly like entertaining. And, you know, I thought there would be a lot of white walls and there weren't. 
oh no i'm in a white wall room <laughs> oh you could have lied no one would know it's just audio i'm in a full-on white wall room you know, we'll just say that it's like, uh, I I mean, you, the live streams you do are from a very fun living room. So I'll just. That's cover. true. We, yeah, we have exactly one fun room and then uh, the rest is pretty um, depressing. <laughs> I would actually say that you, um, so you'll notice in the aesthetic of these new comedy live streams that like mm -hmm. uh, people tend to have their I, their phone or their tablet or their laptop in like one angle and mm -hmm. you really like you, you, you're being like an auteur about it and changing <laughs> the frame like to mix it up yeah you mix it up and not just like like uh famous people holding their phone and just like hey there's this is my lavish house that i'm stuck in oh yeah yeah but uh no you i you're on your live stream that you did for the Lyric Hyperion, support the Lyric Hyperion, everybody. It's one of the great venues in LA. Yeah. Um, you like live streamed yourself and then like went to your laptop and then segued that into actually showing a short film that I'm assuming you made while in quarantine. In quarantine, yeah, it was a whole quarantine affair. Or, <laughs> which was fun. I'm, it was nice. I mean, my 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 boyfriend's been great about um holding the phone. I mean, half the battle is just someone to hold the phone for you. Hold the phone. Yeah. yeah. And it's just interesting how everybody, literally everybody, has to do that. So yeah, you have to do that with your great boyfriend Isaac. Shout out Isaac. Yeah. Um, and then also like. Sam B has to have her husband, who is also a TV star, hold the camera. <laughs> right, that's so weird. I didn't even think about that. That she's just—you're like, that's a famous actor who's now the lead cameraman on that show. Right. Like, as the NBA was canceled this this weekend, their grand idea was having NBA stars play horse. <laughs> Wait, I kind of like that. It Everyone's is regressing. Yo, yeah, yeah, it it, it was fun, but also as, as to this point, they had their everyone's children um, of the, like the players had to hold a smartphone to get other angles. <laughs> That's so pure. I like it. Um, so I guess my question is: Do you like how the playing field is now level with entertainment with comedy? Like it all looks the same. Um, so hopefully, like, do you think it'll be as much of a meritocracy as it could possibly be? And Ooh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, I, I feel like it's, it's hard to find positives, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there are like people that end up like popping as like being particularly well suited to shows sure. that take that like that maybe it would have taken them like longer mm -hmm. um if they were fighting for stage time kind of stuff it's i don't know i'm i feel like i'm still kind of adjusting i, I some of the stuff that always works in a live setting completely doesn't work in a zoom right. setting and it's like <laughs> that's confusing and right. and like devastating and you're like oh shit like what it what about what i do could suit this and i feel like some comics it's just like a total luck it's just total luck of like right. does your material tra transfer perfectly to this very like limiting right. thing and for the answer 
every, the answer for like almost everyone's no. So <laughs> yeah. Like figuring it out. I don't know. It's so, it's so bizarre. Yeah. I'm glad you're doing it. Like, right. It'd be really depressing if, if nothing was happening, but. <laughs> I think, yeah, but that's, I think uh, what I kind of find fascinating is that like, that means everybody, everybody has like yeah. had to re- reconfigure their act. Um, some people have already figured out like a type five for zoom, which, right, is, which is like, what is going to happen to that type five when, when we leave the room, you know, like it's so, no, it, you know, it's going to have to be screened as a sketch. That's like, <laughs> they can't do it on stage. They'll just have to save the video and then mm-hmm. have to like play it or else like you're going to see, cause all those, a lot of the bits that I've seen work are like require a lot of props yeah um, yeah it's like it all has to be like visual or interactive right both of which like it's just bizarre i don't know i will say so i watched on cabaret last night which is great oh, cool monthly storytelling variety show that happens in la at rockwell table and stage and now is happening bi-weekly on zoom and uh i mean this was like encouraging there was over like 200 people in that zoom Oh, that's so great. Yeah. And because of that, Alex Edelman was able to do like crowd work. That's, I found that to be very like cool where I, I did a Zoom show last weekend that was, it wasn't like a, like a perform, like we were, it was mm-hmm. more of just like a talk show, but there were 200 mm-hmm. people there right. and you could hear them. Right. And like it, it felt it, it felt the most natural out of anything I've seen. I feel like being able to hear the audience is huge. Yeah. Like it, it makes you feel, cause like performing into a void is right. terif- terrifying. Yeah. And I, I hope this doesn't mean that there's like somebody misinterprets that as like, oh, see, we need a laugh track. Oh and- yeah. <laughs> I hope people start bringing their own laugh track. Yeah. No, it, it needs to be real. It needs to be genuine. <laughs> Not this canned laughter. It's weird. I mean, I, I wonder for people like who live outside of like mm-hmm. um, very saturated comedy towns, like you have to imagine that it might be like, I mean, all of a sudden there's like all this access to right. literally any comedy show you would want to see that right. you don't live near. You can, I, I wonder. I don't know. It's been kind of cool. I mean, I, so I, up until um, like mid March, I was only covering comedy in LA for you know, the most part. Mm -hmm. And now I get to cover it nationally because like everything is technically happening everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, it's cool and it's daunting and it's scary. And I always forget when I'm supposed to be changing time zones. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, that there are a lot of downsides to being an army brat, but one of the upsides is uh you memorize time zones because you move so much mm-hmm. oh, uh, I, I, I fucked up i missed one. it's okay you probably have friends that are older than any friend that i've ever had <laughs> <laughs> uh that's the downside anyways um did you get to watch snl last night snl finally made it back tom hanks is alive yeah i watched i watched bits and pieces of it i didn't watch the whole thing right what did you think of it I, th- I think it speaks to a lot of what we were just talking about. Like it, it was, you know, as best as you could do, like while stuck 
like at your home and doing all these things remotely. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I, I think my thesis here is that <laughs> if you gave a lot of, uh, let's just say us, and if you want to toss yourself in there, and I, I would certainly toss you in there, like money, a soundstage, an audience. Yeah. It would be just as good, you know? Oh, cool. It's, I mean, I, I feel like, like it, I was, I mean, when, they, when it, they said they were coming back, I was like, oh, that just is like a weird, like, I don't know. I didn't watch it live or anything like that. But right. Like, oh, that's just a comforting thing to be happening still right it makes it feel less like the world is ending right you're like oh snl is still on and i'm gonna watch a little bit of it right yeah, yeah. Just, just like i would do in the before times just yeah a little bit of it I'm i would go to taste. the i would go to the youtube channel on sunday all right one of the sketches that what got watched the most right right like okay which ones made the right up okay i'll watch those cool yeah and then yeah, yeah. I am gl- I'm glad that it went it went well. I, I enjoyed the parts I watched. Yeah. Um and I, I'm I'm just I'm curious what this is gonna like. I mean, you know, so the LA stay-at-home order got extended to May 15th, and be, you know, this is just kind of conjecture on my part. Um, as we're like technically deal handling it better than a lot of the rest of the country i'm Mm -hmm. assuming that a lot of the rest of the country is going to have to be locked down for longer Mm -hmm. uh especially new york yeah i'm oh god i worry so much about yeah absolutely and so i wonder like i mean how far can you push zoom (laughs) you know i know it's like i I want to be like pie in the sky. I'm like, someone's going to crack Zoom in a huge way. But like, I don't know. I don't right. know. There's, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm curious of like how, I mean, and maybe I'm just so eager to like actually mm-hmm. be on stage again, but like how live shows will change mm-hmm. after right. we are un, unquarantined, unisolated. Right. Um, right. And like who, like whose act will just like fundamentally change because they, right. the only option they've had is to like stare at their computer for right. months and months. Um, right. I don't know. What do you, yeah. I, um i it it has yet to be seen i just want to i think seeing that it is happening is hopeful and i want to be hopeful that a bunch of people that dared to like try something yeah and maybe figure it out like get a a a well-deserved light shown on them by the comedy powers that be i hope so Yeah. yeah um so with that in mind, I, I don't know, have you noticed this, uh, that a lot of comedians who aren't famous to, you know, and they're also unemployed, mm-hmm. have, they've been um, uploading clips that they, I guess, have been sitting on their hard drive forever and just, right. ask, and then like asking like, hey, just Venmo me money. And they're getting probably, and you know this very well, they're probably getting paid <laughs> more than they would doing most shows in LA. That, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm that's like a cool upside i guess is yeah yeah there's definitely like comics i've seen that you know that they're like actually getting tip jarred for shit that would normally be like a drink ticket you're like oh you you i mean that's great yeah why weren't we doing that before (laughs) 
I don't know. I it kind of like reveals the the scam. Yeah. <laughs> Does it like of of yeah, they they like record. I mean, I don't know, but then I, I but now it's like once those clips are dried up, mm-hmm. what happens next? Oh, you start doing uh, you know, bits that are either topical in your apartment or mm. like can feasibly be done via so while social distancing outside. Right. Uh, uh, it's I also mean, yeah abstract right now. Like I'm like, are we gonna be able to do live shows, but then like no one can sit next to each other? Like what is the new setup going to be? So I had a thought about this. Obviously, people are going to have to be socially distanced as they roll it out. They're not going to, like, yeah. flip a switch. So right. if you've seen photos of the, like, White House press briefings, everyone's, like, in, like seated apart. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look like that. But yeah. if venues retrofit themselves to have very good live streaming, not just this, just, like, an actual mm-hmm. high-quality video and audio... Mm-hmm. I bet they could sell more tickets. Just like having a comedian go to the space and then do like, oh, some digital tickets and some IRL tickets. Yes. I like that. I was, what I was worried about, I was like talking about it yesterday. I'm like, oh, are tickets just, just going to get way more expensive? Like if you can only let in a fraction of the people, that system works way. I, I like the half yeah. digital, half not. That's Cause, cool. Yeah. Cause what I've noticed, there are some shows um like so uh Catherine Cohen does her weekly show that she did a did at Club Coming now on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And she gets somewhere between a thousand and two thousand people watching that. That's amazing. And Club Coming, I don't think can has like an occupancy that no more than like two hundred, I think. Yeah. So just like they got way more people to watch than would ever watch. So I feel like you know, maybe you'll have to sell limited tickets, but people are going to be so used to watching shit online anyway. Mm-hmm. And Especially they just, like cat, yeah. like cats got it figured out. Like those shows are so fun. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that's and, so cool. I hope that that like catches on. That's yeah, like a cool equalizer effect. Right. I I think like the tech is there, and I think you know some venues would do themselves a huge favor if that's something that they would look forward into i'm sure other people will figure other stuff there will be more comedians being delivered to houses that was the thing that flappers was trying for a minute yeah wait really i didn't know that yeah i think that was like week two they were like okay we'll we'll deliver a comedian in gloves and a mask in uh to a house that has less than 10 people that sounds like an absolute nightmare for everyone involved (laughs) I don't know how it went. I didn't obviously didn't order. I want a tell-all memoir from someone that was forced to be involved on any side of that situation. Oh, I feel like there are going to be so many tell-all memoirs <laughs> from every. Like, there's going to be tell-all memoirs from grocery store workers. There's going to oh be. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah, uh, people. You know, have you? I don't know if you've gone outside a lot. Um, I've noticed there are two specific types of people that are just aimlessly standing outside now. Security mm-hmm. guards, mm-hmm. and uh, there are people in the street corner that just are holding a trash bag of face masks, and they're like face masks for like dollars. Yeah, which is which is like very dystopian, and also like oh yeah, like I'm sure like there was the the bodega near my house just like mm-hmm. retrofitted stuff to be right. to like service as like a they're just making and the masks look cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like going to get some orange juice at the bodega. I was like, oh, dad, where'd you get that fabric? It is cool. Right. Oh, yeah. And of course, I just happen to have a collection of bandanas that look very cool. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I didn't know that I would have to wear them like this, but uh, every look that I do these days um, looks like me being a various thief of some kind. There. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're obviously busy, but are is there some like clear, like clever, innovative way that you're using your talents and skills to uh, make some dough? Um, well, no, I, I'm lucky to just I'm I'm in a writer's room right now that just like immediately went digital, mm -hmm. and so it's weird. I mean, adjusting to that has been strange, but other than that, yeah, I, I think I was doing it, the money wasn't for me; it was for um non uh, uh the national domestic workers alliance oh, but that's great I, I joined cameo for like a week <laughs> <laughs> got in got the fuck out but it oh was wow was that a bunch of people in mensa making you say terrible things <laughs> no it was all great people it was just that i like realized that i'm just not very well suited to it because i just like was putting way too much effort into sure. them and so I ended up putting like a half hour of work into all of them. Right. And then I, and so it was just, it ended up being too much. I ended up like doing four and a half hours of them. It was just a nightmare. Wow. Um, so, but that, but I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't been trapped in my home. So right. it's just like finding new ways to like slowly lose the thread of yeah. reality. <laughs> I'm, you definitely struck me as somebody who would like, like cleverly trick a celebrity into saying something funny on cameo rather than like you doing it yourself. That's the thing is like, yeah, it just doesn't feel right. I, and I've done the, the inverse too. Right. Like I got my little Heidi Montag one, but, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, as far as I'm, I'm like, this is not for me. This doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. So how are your other, um, your other projects uh, going at you, you're hosting the Bechtel cast, uh, yeah. the, my, my year in Mensa. If you guys haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast mini series, it's really great. Uh, and another example of what I like to call gonzo comedy. Um, yeah. yeah. You became part of the bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain that to, for folks that haven't listened? Sure. Uh, yeah. My year in Mensa is uh, just started as like a one-off comedy piece I wrote for Paste that was just like taking the Mensa test um, to see what it was like and kind of just like make fun of people in Mensa. And then um, I ended up getting in and then was in this like torturous um, over a year of like being like discovered and like doxxed and mm -hmm. uh, harassed by this like evil deep web faction of Mensa and then yeah. they were like trying to get me to go places and then I would go to the places and it was yeah. all really bad. It is really bad, but um, <laughs> it is a great podcast. I'm sorry you had to go through that to make that, but. Well, fine. I, I literally uh, was, I mean, I was mm. asking for it. I was right. like, what do you want me to do? And then they would be like something horrible. And I would mm. say, okay. If you had to do it again, would you bring your cosplay sword? <laughs> 
I think that I would have been better received if I brought a cosplay sword to yeah. the men's like really? that, Yeah, I think that they would have been like, oh, okay, I respect her. <laughs> Man, that weapon. makes a big sweeping statement about the members of Mensa who oh, 100% like sword guy energy across yes. the board. Um yeah, I think I would I would have gone down a lot easier for people if I had had that. Um so for those who haven't been watching Jamie in, the, in this time of being locked down, um she has uh, bought and used a cosplay sword, the samurai sword I think. It's yeah, I guess I, it was like just cosplay katana was, right. was the, the whole description of it. I'm like, all right, let's yeah. do it. Uh, what what are your what made you get that? What are you using to channel your comedy through with that? And um, <laughs> do you think it'll help you in the class war that you think will happen after this? Yes, I, well, I, it will. I it turns out it. I didn't think it could actually cut something, mm-hmm. but then I learned that the hard way when I was doing a lyric stream with Christina Catherine Martinez and I accidentally like sliced a couch cushion open (laughs) was not good that was very bad yeah and um you know uh just a a brief flare-up in the house about me slicing the couch but I didn't realize it could cut something so it Mm -hmm. is actually very powerful if wobbly and flimsy I don't know I just like I'd been thinking about getting a cosplay katana to figure out just like figure out how to there's like i don't know just like a prop that sometimes i'll get a prop and be like i may not find a a way to use it this year but i will Mm -hmm. eventually and when i do i'll be so happy i have it so it was one of those purchases and it was also like day two of quarantine that i just sprung for it which Mm -hmm. Um, you know, indicative of my state of mind. I don't know, but I've been getting a lot of use out of it, like yeah. for fun and just for like, there's so many videos. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just <laughs> the Im- culture is so vast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. And I mean, I don't know. There's just something inherently funny about you having a sword all the time. <laughs> I've gotten like used to it too. It's just yeah. around. Yeah, are you gonna try to like parody those Cold Steel videos? Have you ever seen those? No. So there's like a famous like knife sword company. Sometimes you'd see them at sort of like weird experimental comedy shows. Like, okay. Of of it's they just make all these swords and knives, and um, they have this like kind of portly gentleman like take a samurai sword and like slice a slab of beef, and like <laughs> like new metal is playing. <laughs> That's- that sounds amazing. Wait, it's called Cold Steel? Cold Steel, yeah. That's such a good name for a weird-ass company, too. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, great. Like, what, what, do you, what would you want to uh, tell people to go watch or that you want people to watch Ooh, I listen mean- to? Maybe this is like an obvious thing, but I just like, I hadn't had time to watch it and I've been watching Nora from Queens and Ooh, it's so yeah. good. Oh, I've, yeah. I've been like, just, yeah, I've just been loving it. I watched uh, Nora from Queens and The Last OG were two shows that I had been um, like saying I was gonna start. And then now I have like blown through, I mean, there's way more, but like right. the, the new season of The Last OG is already really good. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Aquafina and Tracy Morgan. Um, 
essentially being themselves in a show. I know, which is like normally not my favorite thing, but in those two shows, it it's just like it's so yeah. well written on top of them being great, and it's just, yeah, it's so there's good. such characters as people that I, it works. It's not just like you're a normal everyday club comedian, you know. Yeah, like it doesn't feel like it's fo- like neither of the shows are focused around like a straight man style character. Like they just no. go all out. It's so good. I like. Yeah. I, like I really like them both. Um, great. I uh, think everyone should definitely watch those. Uh, I, I want to um, kind of end the podcast as I as I mean, the, given the times that we're in uh, with um, what possibly lies ahead. Um, I have been watching a bunch of uh, specifically I watched a, a trailer for a, a, a upcoming mockumentary series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and an episode of the latest season of Career Enthusiasm. Ooh, okay. And notice, and both uh, are related in the sense that they're uh, sort of satirizing how much privilege rich people have. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, the um, other one, the one that isn't Curb is uh, Black AF, which is a new Kenya Barris series. Oh, right. That came yeah. out? or just No, I just, they just okay, had a trailer. a trailer. It's coming out soon. Yeah. But they're showing how like, oh, you know, like we can be like rich and like, you know, kind of off the rock, our rocks too. Yeah. I, given everyone's financial state, I don't know that we're going to want to watch that. I feel like it, it's, I, it will depend on the framing of it where sure. I feel like, I don't know. I, I've been kind of surprised. At, I guess it's not surprised, but just, I guess that the moment is well suited to just like dump on rich people, which is good. And it's all, but it's also like, when, when has that become like doing it at the expense of spotlighting literally anybody else? But mm-hmm. I, I feel like people like shows like Succession because the people are so clearly, like the show's not really asking you to empathize with the characters in any way. They're just mm-hmm. like thrashing little babies and right. it's fun to watch thrashing little babies and not have to feel bad for them. But sure. yeah, I guess that like the, the framing of like, oh, this person's a rich asshole, but you gotta love them. Right. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I it feels like a, a an unfortunate time to try to get that concept off the ground because it's right. like every I feel like everyone's kind of in the headspace of like I don't gotta love him right and so, I won't yeah I mean does that mean this would be a perfect time to start a new comedy interview series called comedians stuck in isolation drinking whatever they can afford Right. Yeah, like just shotgunning Franzia. Um, (laughs) Which has been my vice of choice in quarantine. I don't, yeah, God. I mean, has have they been trying to do comedians in blank doing blank? Whenever I see a rich person going live, I just don't I just don't watch it. I don't want to see where they live. Right. It makes me depressed. I don't wanna I don't know. It's weird because it's like I I don't know. I the the it'll that this will definitely change people's amount of patience for that. Even if right. it's well written, because it's like right. I I will watch uh, Black AF. Like it, mm-hmm. the trailer looked good. It yeah. looks like a fun show. But I would be surprised if people continue to like. Yeah. I I bet the demand for for shows about like fabulous wealth that is not critical of it will right. go down. 
I just think that like we're all for a while we're going to be in a different mindset. Like I don't know if you've kind of watched stuff and thought about this. Like even right now as we're binging TV and movies, mm. um, you see people like gathering and touching, and you're like, whoa. You're like, oh, <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so seeing extravagant wealth. I'm like, that could have gone to so much PPE and like food <laughs> banks. Like, what are you doing this for? Yeah, it's so, yeah, it definitely like, I don't know. What I was, I, an optimistic thought I had the other day was that the world is like so increasingly depressing that mm-hmm. I feel like soon it's going to be so depressing that movie musicals are going to have to come back in a big way mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, so this is the new Great Depression. What happened during the last Great Depression? Right. Most importantly, big fun musicals all the time. Right. Um, yeah, I think we'll be ruining the day that we were making. I mean, we I'd like a good musical. Sure. No more Tom Hooper musicals. A yeah. real, a real fun one where everyone's six feet apart, but it's <laughs> fun. I already imagine you doing a satirical like parody that would be a sequel to La La Land. <laughs> Just totally empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. It like, uh, and <laughs> it's just one person dancing with music playing off of their phone. That's, uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just Emma Stone just crawling out of a pile of debris. Mm-hmm. Um, I would make them sing Tom Hooper style, which is just like sounding like they have a gun to their head. I hate Tom Hooper music. <laughs> They're so bad. Anyways. Anyways, just, um, just some thoughts I've been having. Yeah, uh, more of which you can get on the Bechtel cast. Uh, yeah. Jamie's uh, podcast with Caitlin Durante, where uh, they run movies through the uh, Bechtel test. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're continuing as normal through the quarantine, so. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you have more time to watch movies than ever, right? That's what our listeners have been telling us. Oh, so, is that true, though? <laughs> No, no, it's like, I don't know, every, every, I think this seems to be a fairly common thought. We're just doing anything feels like it requires twice the energy that it used right. to. Um, so even though I guess that there is more time, I feel like there's still the same amount of like energy. Mm-hmm. So um, I, th- I think that is uh, a lot of people, I'm sure people will not want to hear how endlessly productive I am and how much stuff I did and I'm still not tired enough to go to bed but yeah that's just me everyone's it hits everyone different yeah yeah um I think that's gonna wrap up uh our chat here on uh this episode of the comedy Bureau field report um do you uh have anything to plug uh please uh mention all your uh, social media handles and all that sure uh you can follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help and are on Instagram at Jamie Cray Superstar and uh, listen to the Bechtel cast. It's still coming out every Thursday and it will until the end of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then I'm That's doing a great. quarantine soap opera that comes out when I have the energy to do it. So yeah, definitely uh, follow Jamie on the socials for all of that or whatever else she's doing. Cause she's great. Um, I mean, I can't wait for all this lockdown to end because, uh, you know, we joked about it, but I wouldn't be surprised if 
Jamie did some sort of big movie musical as a bit. There. <laughs> uh, and it's legal again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Jake Kroger. Uh, I run the Comedy Bureau. You can follow the Comedy Bureau at the Comedy Bureau across platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at MFJ Kroger and on Instagram at Not the Supermarket. Um, there's a GoFundMe, a Patreon uh, for supporting the Comedy Bureau because uh, if you thought uh, making do making money doing comedy was financially stupid, try writing about it. Um, <laughs> And I, I need the money to live. Um, anyhow, uh, that's uh, this episode of the Comedy Bureau Field Report. And I want to let everybody know, uh, like I do every episode, comedy is still happening. And as uh, the great Brody Stevens would say, enjoy it. The Comedy Bureau Field Report is recorded, produced, and edited by Jake Kroger. Music by Brian Grineo, artwork by Andrew Delman and KT, and part of the Believe Podcast family. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.